This is the Russian dynamite Masha Slamovich. Becca here. This is not America's sweetheart Davian. It's Billy Starks and the super fly guy Trayvon Jordan. This is the fly side flyer Jalen Brandon. Hardcore princess Jules Malone. Hi there, this is the bubblegum princess Alexia Nicole. This is the Brazilian Wonder Woman Christy Jane. This is the baddest black belt Chennai Kai. This is Kid Bandit. The smash hit Joel Bateman. This is Robin Renegade. Cody Hawk. Brutal Bob Evans. And you are listening to Wrestling With Entertainment, one of my favorite podcasts in the whole wide world. What up, guys? This is Stevie Legend, and you're listening to Wrestling With Entertainment. Hello, 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 and welcome to the show. It's Wrestling With Entertainment, the only audio experience on the web today. The trusted choice for interviewing all your favorite wrestlers every Tuesday and Wednesday on YouTube and CastBox. Sponsored by Rogue Energy and Player One Coffee. I am, of course, your host, James J. And it is a great day for wrestling, because we are wrestling with Stevie Legend. What up? How you doing? How's it going? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Good. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. And where can we find the living legend next? Uh, this Saturday, I'll be out in uh, New World Wrestling Extreme out in Fall River. And then on the 7th, I'll be at PAPW, first time on one of their big shows. I've done a lot of their, their smaller shows at the school, so this will be the first time on one of their bigger shows. So I'm excited for it. All right. Now, uh, and what can we find you on social media and merchandise if you got it? Uh, I got my shirts up on Pro Wrestling Tees. That's STV Legend. I. Instagram, I'm at Stevie Legend Wrestler. On X, I'm Stevie underscore Legend and Stevie Legend on Facebook. All right. And you don't even have to go uh, looking for those websites. All of the links to all her social media and merchandise uh, will be in the description of the video below but on YouTube and CastBox. All right. Um, now, you work for Outcast Championship Wrestling and Blitzkrieg Pro. Can you tell us about your relationship with those companies? Uh, uh both pretty good. Uh, Outcast is a kind of a new thing starting out now. Uh, it's one by my friend Shay Slater and Cindy Hart. Both are very close with me, and a lot of friends on that show as well. Like Alan Compass is going to be there. Uh, I believe Dodger Simone is going to be on that card. It's got, I got a lot of friends on that show, so I'm excited for that one. That's going to be on October 27th. Uh, Blitzkrieg I haven't worked for in a while, but uh, Jeremy and Skyler, the two people that run it, they, they're they great people, and I trained with them a little bit out at Kevin Landry's, so good people. Hmm. Kevin Landry. Yeah. That's fantastic. Uh, incredible person as well. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's signed off. All right. Um, you recently won... The Big Jim Memorial Cup. Can you tell us about winning um, the cup and um, what it meant to you? That was that was really great for me. Uh, it was really one of my first big pushes in in my young career. I haven't had a a ton of stories go on, and I got to be in the main event on the next show for the title after that, and that title match ended up being one of my favorite matches I've had. Uh, but I knew Big Jim for basically the first year of my career. I was on the last show that he was on. 
he was a very close friend with me and a very close friend with so many other people. So that was just a really, really great experience that I'll never forget. Now, in that, uh, in the moment, was you able to take in that moment, or was it something that kind of set in afterwards? It set in more afterwards. It went by so fast. I got super anxious out there in the ring, and it was it just it was so quick, and it was just it was amazing. I really loved it. And um, accompanying you at ringside um, for that match and a lot of your matches uh, is ringside Gemma. Can you tell us about your relationship with her? Uh, very, very positive. I, I love working with her. She is just a beautiful young soul. She is so awesome. Uh, I think it was one of like, the first shows she ever did at PAPW. She was paired with me and I loved having her around. She's always welcome to manage me at any show we're on together. Great young, young woman. I love working with her. It does seem uh, when it comes to your um, your bigger matches, she is uh, usually your manager. So maybe there's something a little bit to that. She's doing the right things as your manager. Yeah, she she's great. And I've gotten to know her family pretty well. She's I, I really like the relationship I have with them. All right. Now, um, you also, correct me if I'm wrong, won the television championship, no? Uh, that was up in Maine. That was up at, at Central Maine, yeah. Can you tell us about winning, I believe that was your first championship, and what that meant to you? Uh, I didn't find out till I just got up there. I was at a fair show for the 4th of July and did, did that show this year as well. And yeah, I didn't know until it, until it happened. And it was, it was a lot of fun. It was a great show up in Maine where I've done a few shows up in Maine that have really, really gone well. And I've been one of their mainstays ever since. And it's been great. What was that moment like when no finding out that, you know, you were going to win the championship? <laughs> uh, crazy. A lot of emotions in a very short amount of time. It's, it's nothing like it. It's, it's really special. What was the time frame between when you were told and when you actually had to hit the ring? Probably about an hour and a half. Okay, so you have some time to kind of store and figure things, things out before you have to get out there. Yeah, just about. But in the moment, you just start thinking about the match and what you're going to do in the match. And, that's always number one for me. And obviously, incredible moment, no? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Now, um, you were on the top 500 Hispanic Latin wrestlers list. You were number four hundred and seventy-eight. Um, what did it mean to you to be on that list? So much. I didn't know that I had a follower. I know that you know people would even know who I was. So to be on there was just the coolest thing. I was not expecting it at all. I didn't know the list was going to be even being made, and when I saw it. Like you can see how many of my friends are there, and then I thought, 
myself and almost cried. It was a great moment. There with my family, my friends, and just one of my favorite things happened in my life, really. I do believe that was the first year that they did do that list. So, you know, your name is on the first ever top 500 Hispanic Latin wrestlers list. Um, so, I mean, thinking about that, how does that make you feel? Pretty incredible. It's something I'll, I'll tell my kids one day, I'll tell my grandkids one day. And, yeah, it's just something that doesn't even, like, it hasn't even really hit my mind. It's just something I think I'll, I'll live with forever. I, I can't wait. How did you find out? Just on uh, social media? Yeah, I, I saw when everyone else saw. I, I've known Brian for a little while through doing stuff. So I, I was pretty quick to see it at the top of his. Okay. Now, uh, you know, speaking about winning the Big Gym Cup, you know, um, winning the Television Championship, um, obviously on the top 500 Hispanic Latin wrestlers list. Um, can you tell us about losing to Spider-Man? Oh, that was a lot of fun. I didn't even know that they were going to be doing a Spider-Man angle on that show. That was up at UFO up in up in Boston. Saw Spider-Man on the poster. I was like, I don't know what this is about, but okay. And I up and just, my buddy got to fight. I'm not a superhero and I'm not. Was back. <laughs> it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Oh, I like uh, apologize. Uh, continue. Nice. Right. Uh, yeah, it was it was a th- thing done for UFO up in Boston. I didn't really know the angle was going to be happening. I saw Spider Man on the poster. I was like, I don't know what this is about, but I guess I'll figure out when I get there. And yeah, uh, we did the six man tag. Uh, Batman was on the other team and. Yeah, it was just a quick thing done for the kids, and it was a lot of fun. It was, it was really enjoyable for me. So, do you prefer Batman over Spider-Man? No, I'm a Spider-Man guy. I grew up on the Charlie Maguire movies. Hell yeah. Which, uh, <laughs> which one do you perform? Uh, one, two, or three? Uh, one's my favorite, but I love them all. How did you feel about um, uh, uh, No Way Home, the return of Tobey Maguire? I loved it. It's. I thought it was one of the best movies Marvel's made. Uh, probably my favorite in the MCU, for sure. I did hear that they were, there was uh, rumors of a, uh, a fourth movie with Tobey Maguire in the works. I hope so. I really hope so. I'd love that movie. I hope so, too. He's definitely my favorite Spider-Man as well. <laughs> Alright. Uh, I think it's time for... Um, that segment once again, uh, Stevie Legend's Bizarre Adventure. You're a pro wrestler that goes up and down the roads and real crazy and bizarre things are bound to happen. Can you tell us a road story that fits that description? Uh, this is a recent one. Uh, this is July of this year. Uh, I was going up with, uh, with Yusef 13 up to Canada, up to a show in Quebec. Uh, we went up in his car and... We got up to the border, and they turned him away. So I don't even remember why. It was 
uh, some charges he had uh, like like ten years ago or something. But he he won the case. He had he never like served time or anything. But he won the case in court. But he never had documents for it. So they turned us back. This was at like two in the morning. Uh, I go, we go back to his house. That's three hours down the way back in Massachusetts. I take my car and go up myself back for three hours and then another hour and a half to the venue in Quebec. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that, that sucks. <laughs> I can imagine. And was that your first uh, trip up to uh, Canada? Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I didn't have a passport till earlier this year. So what was it like, you know, your first time out of the country for pro wrestling? Uh, really nervous, but a lot of fun. It, it really felt like, like it was a big milestone for me. It's something I was excited to put on my resume and excited to meet new fans. And I sold some shirts up there and it was great. And I love the city. I, I saw the city the next day. It was great. You get any uh, poutine on the way? Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> that uh, being said, you, uh, you did recently go to uh, Puerto Rico as well. Um, what was that experience like? Uh, well, obviously, I'm half Puerto Rican on my mom's side, and I haven't been in a while. She goes every, like, years. Yeah, I hadn't been since I was a kid, and it was it was great. I did everything I wanted to. I saw uh, the wrestling murals that I really wanted to see. I hung out on the beach. I saw some family. It got everything off my list. I went to a manatee wrestling sanctuary that was just awesome. Hmm. Um. Did you catch any um, pro live pro wrestling? Because, you know, Puerto Rico is definitely one of those countries where wrestling is still very prominent. Yeah, uh, uh, at the last BCW show, I met Savio Vega and we had a nice conversation about, about Puerto Rican wrestling. Hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, he's really cool. This is right after he was on Backlash, too. <laughs> That's it was awesome. like a month later. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, speaking of, you know, Bizarre Adventures, you wrestled behind a funeral home once? Yeah. Yeah, that, that was crazy. <laughs> Elaborate. <laughs> uh, it was a, a shitty backyard show. And the guy's house was, like, right... The guy's apartment was right above the, the funeral home. So, yeah, it was pretty much in the woods, right behind the funeral home, in, like, a parking lot. It was it was strange. Did you feel like any, um, you know, presences that maybe you didn't feel was in the crowd? Thankfully, no. But <laughs> that was daytime. So imagine, I would imagine at night, yeah, probably. <laughs> Are you one to believe in uh, paranormal and extraterrestrials? Yeah. Yes, I believe in ghosts, Loch Ness monster, aliens, pretty much all of it. <laughs> awesome! You're speaking to a Nessie enthusiast as well. My cousin went to Scotland uh, for his engagement. I, I, I want to know what those stories. <laughs> Well, I, having spoken to people from Scotland, 
Um, they've they said that they've they've seen Nessie, so I'm hopeful. Me too. Me too. Um, that being said, have you had any paranormal experiences in the past? Uh, I've had like like doors closed behind me unexpectedly, but other than that, no. Okay. Any extraterrestrial? Uh, no, I've haven't gotten a chance to do a lot of like uh, telescope stuff or anything like that. I've I'd like to, but I think uh, if you spend a little bit more time in Canada, you'll find some uh, interesting extraterrestrial encounters because that seems to be um, the place for that. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Yes. All right. Um, can you tell us about if you're not making someone else's day, you're wasting your time? That's uh, pretty much uh, the words I live by. I wanna, I wanna put positivity in the world around me. I wanna make, you know, wrestling around me better. I wanna make the community around me better, and I love to be able to make people smile. And it's kind of why I do what I do. I don't think I'd be a wrestler if I didn't love performing and love, you know, making other people smile. It is definitely a, a strong quote. Um to say the least, no? Yeah, it's... I kind of just came up with it myself, and it's kind of the way I like to live. Okay. Well, uh... Can you tell us about your love of the Yankees? Uh, my mom grew up right down the street from the stadium. I was born in New Rochelle. Uh, yeah, uh... Pretty much the Yankees and the Knicks and the Rangers live in my life and takes up a lot of my time. So. so you didn't necessarily get a chance to pick your team. Your mom was just like, you're going to be a Yankees fan. Uh, I was, yeah, I was born into it. So, yeah. Now, uh, it, uh, it does seem like um, keeping... Going up, knowing somebody from New York, obviously my co-host Scooter Dust. Um, you know he's a Mets Mets fan. Um, so the the Knicks and um, the other you know teams. How did you go to picking those teams as your go-to? Uh, well, obviously the Yankees is because mostly for my mom living right. in the Bronx. Uh, the Rangers, I came in now with. Henrik Lundqvist really early on. He was my guy from basically the start. Uh, obviously, there wasn't another team uh, in, in New York for basketball until Brooklyn. Obviously, I, I was already watching before then, uh, so I was a Knicks fan. Uh, the Giants just kind of always stuck with me. I was always an Eli guy, which is especially right around the time they beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. And obviously, that's like the team my dad likes, so. At least you're not a Mets fan, so it takes away some of the heartache, right? Yeah, I uh, a lot. Of, I'm my cousin's house. Uh, they live down in Arsley. Their house is like split, like half of them are Yankee fan, half of them are Mets fan. So it's basically a world war down there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Can you tell us about? 
the significance of your tattoo? Uh, it kind of goes into very similar with, with the quote thing. I, I'm very goal-oriented and very driven on the things I'm really passionate about. So I've always thought that I've had the heart of a lion. That's always been something I wanted to keep close to me. So I always talked about getting the tattoo and getting it tattooed on me since like high school. And I just never pulled the trigger on it. And then my friend became a tattoo artist. And so I kind of really wanted to support her because all of my other friends were getting tattoos from her. And so I'm like, yeah, it's, now's the time, clearly. So, How long did it take? A uh, couple hours. Was, uh, did you have it sketched out beforehand, or did you kind of just... Yes, took care of everything for me beforehand. Okay. That being uh, said, is there any um, uh, um, plans to have more ink in the future? Uh, nothing planned right now. I'm always open to it, always thinking of things, but nothing I'd be sold on, you know? Okay, so nothing in the works. Yeah. Okay. Can you uh, tell us about your love of Sly Cooper? Sly Cooper is the game of my childhood. Basically, I think it was the first video game I played when I was four. I, mean, I might have four, but it was really the first game I fell in love with. And it's one of the things that just has stuck with me over time. It's one of the biggest nostalgia things for me from my childhood. One of the biggest things, like I'm having a bad day or something. It's usually the game I turn on. Uh, I've been Sly three times for Halloween when I was a kid. I think they all came before the age of like 15. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of the same way. I um, It wasn't the first game I, I played, but it was the first game on my PlayStation 2 when I got it that I played. Um, and yeah, it definitely left a lasting impression because it was, it was one of the first games I decided I wanted to play. You know, it wasn't like, um, you know, my mom or grandma said, Hey, play this. It's good. Yeah. I was a PS2 kid, uh, my early video game childhood. So like, I think like Sly one, Jack one, I think I had Ratchet and Clank was like the first like handful of games I had. You know, I liked Jack, uh, Jack and Daxter, the first one. And then it just kind of... The second one just kind of wasn't what the first one was. And it kind of yeah, turned me I, off to the series. They went in a different direction with it. So. They did, like, like yeah. majorly. <laughs> exactly. But uh, Sly Cooper, yeah, it's one of... Um, pers personal favorite Sly 2 is the, the best out of the series. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Have you uh, had a conversation with Ken Powers about Sly Cooper? I don't think so. Well, he's, uh, I did notice that you've had a couple matches, and um, his record... I, I just found this week, actually, yeah. He is a, a Sly Cooper speedrunner, so his he has almost like a He's in like the top dirty people to um, go All through like right. Cooper the fastest. Next time I'll see him. I believe the seventh at PAPW I'll see him, so we're definitely gonna have a talk about that. <laughs> oh, without a doubt. 
um, so how was um, AEW Fight Forever? I really liked it. Uh, I've I gotten really into the stadium stampede. Uh, yeah, I did uh, Road to the Elite already. I feel like uh, we'll get... uh, Stevie, I'll continue. Uh, yeah, I've I've played through Road to the Elite a couple times. Uh, I just got Owen Hart uh, not too long ago. A couple days ago, I got him. Is there any uh, other games uh, you're playing or looking forward to? Doing? Looking forward to? Uh, uh, the new NBA and the new NHL are coming. Uh, I've been playing a little bit of Madden. Okay. Well, uh, can you tell us about your love of Rick and Morty? Uh, yeah, I've been a fan since... Uh, since the first season, and uh, I was Pickle Rick uh, last Halloween. Uh, stuck up the costume in, in the closet. I might bring it out for when I go up to Salem with my girlfriend. But, I don't know. I'm not sure yet. Looking forward to the next season? Yeah, yeah, that'll be cool. I usually just watch them back when they end up on Hulu, but... Okay. Now it's uh, time for the colossal question. Uh, let's say that they're making a movie about you. Every movie has a soundtrack. What would be the first three songs on the Stevie Legend movie soundtrack? Good question. Uh, probably Forever, the, uh, the collab with Drake, Eminem, uh, Lil Wayne, and uh, who was, oh, and Kanye. Okay. That's a big one. The LeBron movie. Uh, probably anti-hero. Okay. Um, uh, probably my theme song, Ready to Roll by Jet Black. Alright. Do you lock those choices in? Yeah. Alright. Now that we have the, the soundtrack down, um, then we know, you know, then we go to writing the script. Um, you know, the writer's strike is over, so that's going to get done uh, quickly now. Um, and then we go on to casting. What would be the, uh, who would play Stevie Legend? And you can't say yourself, because you're obligated to make a Stanley as cameo. Uh-huh. I actually... Stevie, can you hear uh, Yeah. Yeah. You dropped out again. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, I can't, can you even think of an actor who looks like me? I can't even think of one. Um, I mean, not off the top of my head. head back. But, uh, I mean, you could pick anybody you'd like. I mean, Jason Momoa is a, a popular pick. Yeah, that would be a cool one. 
Maybe Adam Driver, if you gave him, like, longer hair. I can see. Okay, Adam Driver. I can see that. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, every movie has a supporting cast. Who would be three people significant in your life that would be in your movie, and who would play them? Uh, my mom. Maybe. My mom's on the... Okay, continue. Uh, let's see. My best friend, John. Uh, pretty funny. Uh, maybe, like, maybe John. <laughs> if you know. Um, uh, Stevie, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, you, uh, you're kind of getting fuzzy. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know what I can do to help. It's okay. Uh, I, you're clear now. So, uh, could you repeat, uh, who would... Be playing your friend? Maybe like if you made Pete Davidson blonde, I could see being John. <laughs> okay. And uh, I'll go with Kevin. Kevin Landry would be, uh, he's a, a big jack dude, kind of on the older side. Uh, maybe like age Joe Manganiello, maybe. <laughs> maybe age in 20 years. <laughs> That sounds pretty good. Uh. Alright. This is sounding like a fantastic movie. And you could <laughs> pre-order the tickets now. Alright. Uh, on to a controversial subject. Pineapple on pizza. What's your stance? Uh. I kind of like it. It's never like the first order I make. But I'll, I'll eat it. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so you're pro pineapple on pizza. Yeah. What's your spirit Pokemon? Maybe a Diglett. Oh, Diglett Dig. Uh -huh. We love the late great Tracy Smothers on the show. Do you uh -huh. know the acronym? What thug? T H U G. Yeah. Good. What? What's the acronym? Uh, what was it? Mm -hmm. I don't remember. Yeah, what was it? T is for terrible. H is for hell. U is for ugly. And G is for jail, because a thug can't spell. <laughs> yes, we love the late great Tracy Smothers, trying to keep the memory alive on the show. Alright, um, weirdest question you'll be asked on a wrestling interview. Would you ever <laughs> consider wrestling a rock? Not Dwayne Johnson, not the country, an actual physical rock. I mean, I think I've seen, like, in Japan, guys wrestle broomsticks, and, like, friends were doing the national so, I mean, there's probably a way to do it. So, yes? So, you are pro-wrestling a rock. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, yeah. 
Well, just for context, there's this wrestler named uh, Psycho Mike that wrestled in actual rock for over 15 minutes uh, in a tungsten man match. That's an Iron Man match that lasts for two weeks. On to a uh, more serious note, where do you see yourself in five years? I try not to like predict because I don't want to always like be point when things don't go my way. But hopefully, you know, making more money on on the indies, wrestling every weekend, and just having a great time wrestling in front of big crowds and. Going every second, and you know, hopefully, all right. And what is a match people should go out of their way to see that best of shows off what you are all about? Uh, I'm gonna go with the one I mentioned earlier the, the triple threat match right after winning the big gym cup with Elijah Fix and with Little Greatness out in Florington. Uh, I was. Can we find that uh, match on YouTube? Yes. Alright, I will uh, go onto YouTube and find that match, and I will put it in the description of the video below, but on YouTube and CastBox. For anybody that hasn't seen it, wants to see it, wants to re-see it after this interview. Okay, awesome. And since we are nearing the conclusion of this interview, we are wrestling with the eight questions of doom. This is our speed round, our bonus round, the round where we see who you really are. Are you ready? Yeah. Excluding yourself, greatest wrestler of all time. Undertaker. Worst wrestler. Uh... I think of a funny one, just like one of my friends. <laughs> Would you like the default answer? Yeah, sure. You have chosen Eva Marie. Okay, sure. Your main event in WrestleMania for the World Championship, who is your opponent? Uh, hopefully CM Punk, because he's my hero. And uh, that's pretty if you could come out to anyone's entrance music, past or present, who would it be? Uh, probably punk, probably cold personality. Finish the sentence. K Fabe is still alive. We would have also accepted. Taste great on toast. <laughs> Squash, vegetable or fruit. Vegetable. It is indeed a fruit. Is it really? Yes. It has seeds. Uh, tomato logic. Ah. Yes. But you are a part of Squash Squad now, and that means more. <laughs> New Japan wrestler Tai Chi. His ring gear gets smaller every year, revealing more of himself to the world. My question, what is the appropriate Trunks the butt cheek ratio for Ringo. Uh, as much as, as, probably as much as possible. 
So full coverage. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And the last question, the main event, the thing everybody wants to know. Have you ever had a conversation with a stranger in a supermarket about Darby Allen? Uh, yeah, I have because I work in a supermarket. So. Ooh, elaborate. Uh, yeah, I saw a guy wearing a wrestling shirt and got talking. I believe it was an AEW shirt. And, yeah, his name came up. <laughs> All right. And that's the correct answer. And cool. that will conclude this interview. Thank you so much for coming on and doing this with me, Stevie. Thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. Absolutely. And once again, where can we find uh, all things uh, Stevie Legend on social media? Hi. Oh, Stevie? You down? Yeah. Yeah, you dropped out yeah. for a second. Uh, where should I pick up? Um, just uh, start with um, your social media. Uh, Instagram is going to be at Stevie Legend Wrestler. Uh, X is going to be Stevie underscore Legend and Stevie Legend on Facebook. And the merchandise is on Pro Wrestling's Peaks, correct? Yes. And you don't even have to go looking for it. Type it into your Google machine. All of the links to all his social media will be in the description of the video below for on YouTube and Castbox. Uh, simply click the link, a new tab will appear on whatever device you are on. You have no excuse. Buy a damn shirt. Of course, uh, thank you for listening. If you like what we're doing, please like, subscribe, comment, put on YouTube and Castbox. This was sponsored by Real Energy and Total Coffee. Uh, join us tomorrow as we interview Luke King Sharp, and join us every Tuesday and Wednesday for new incredible interviews. Uh, follow the show at Wrestling with E, but on X, Instagram, and uh, Dread, and you can follow me personally at JamesJ992. Alright, uh, Stevie, when I say Wrestling with, you say Entertainment, okay? Sounds good. For... All right, special guest Stevie Legend, Coleco Yacht, Scooter Dust. I'm James J, and this has been Wrestling with Entertainment. Hey, folks, this is the Colossal Mike Law, and you are listening to Wrestling with Entertainment. Enjoy the show. Support these guys. We appreciate it very much. We'll see you at ringside.